episode? Contendership? Contendership, absolutely. <laughs> okay, the, the name of the, the... This is what we can put in the beginning. Just keep all this in, put this in the beginning. Welcome to episode 8 of Brothers in Law of Destruction. I am Larry. That is Tyler. We were going to record last night after Great Balls of Fire to just give you guys our opinion on the pay-per-view. But we decided to wait till tonight. And Tyler, why don't you tell us why that's a good thing that we did that, and it's also a bad thing that we did that. Well, so much happened last night uh, at Great Balls of Fire that we we wanted to run down here and, and talk all about it and review all the matches. But what we didn't want to do was, um, and why we decided to wait, was we didn't want to run down here and discuss for 45 minutes the epic Roman Reigns heel turn and the double turn that they did when, after watching Raw, which ended about 20 minutes ago, didn't really happen. So it's a good thing. Um, you know, I had a whole thing about why it was a good thing and a bad thing, and I forget now. That's good. <laughs> but um, but it's a good thing because, uh, you know, we would have just kind of wasted everyone's time. So Yeah. Um, I guess we could just start with the big topic. Um. So Roman Reigns. The big, the big topic is this: Why didn't we see the f- the finish of Heath of Slater versus Kurt Hawkins match? It's too hot for TV. Too I mean, hot for TV. if you listen to last last week, last year's episode, whatever the last episode was, I about this a whole, week ago. This whole uh, what do you say? About a week ago, I think. Yeah. Um, about a week ago. Yeah, a week ago. Um, I don't. I don't know the rest. I just know that I little. I was actually about to say the same thing. I know that little bit. Um. I went on this whole huge Kurt Hawkins thing. Let me just open up with Kurt Hawkins. I know oh, that's, okay. what, that's everyone's, on everyone's mind. Nope. Here's a topic. Here's the hot topic. Okay. So Larry and I have been accumulating some wrestling shirts. and uh, We have been. I just bought Larry a Mankind shirt for his birthday coming up. Woo! And um, I, I bought, or I got for Father's Day from my mother-in-law, a Pete Dunn shirt and a Tomasa Champa shirt. Um, I picked them out. Of course, she didn't pick them out. But the Tommaso Ciampa shirt, if you guys are wrestling shirt nerds, um, was the uh, legacy shirt from Clothesline Apparel from uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. And now I'm starting to wonder if when I get other get other shirts, if I should not get these legacy shirts. Um, because I think, should it just be special and that should be my only one? Larry seems to think I should get every wrestler I likes legacy shirt. I do think that. Including... Because I have a Johnny Wrestling shirt, a normal one, the outline of Ohio. and uh, But that includes Kurt Hawkins, and I really like this Kurt Hawkins. It's his um, Brian, it, no, it's his uh, Prince of Queens, uh-huh. um, and he's doing like an enziguri kick. And I don't know, I think I'm going to get that shirt. Larry, what are your thoughts? I like it. I told you last night I think you should get that shirt. All right. So. Anyway, um, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, so Roman Reigns is a murderer, or no. at least an attempting murderer. He attempted vehicular manslaughter, is what he attempted. Was he successful? No. So here's what I think, right? He wasn't successful. I, I just want to get right straight into what you think about this. He wasn't successful in his match. He lost his match. He was also not successful in his attempted manslaughter. He failed at that. <laughs> so he was 0 for 2. How does he just? How does he get a shot? I get that he's not the number one contender yet. It's a number one contender's match, and we'll get into what we think is going to happen with that. But how do you go 0 for 2 at pay-per-view, and then they say, you know what? Yeah, actually, you are getting the number one contendership match. We're gonna give you a shot at. We're gonna give you a shot at a shot at the belt. That's what we're gonna give you. 
Did you not see Samoa Joe last night? Roman has no chance against Joe. 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 I have no idea. Unless he hits him with an F5, then he has a great chance. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't really know. I think I... So, the match last night was great. And I said, I you know, I'll put myself over. I, I called that finish about five minutes before it happened. Um, Samoa Joe won... Or, I mean, um... Braun Strowman won in the most babyface fashion, too. He did. Like, just <laughs> dodged a bullet and then just closed the door behind him. Didn't forcefully throw him in or anything. Nope, just closed the door and raised Also, did, that, did it hurt Roman Reigns that much? I mean, cots are soft. You know, like, my mom works for an ambulance company. Like, I'm around cots a lot. Like, I work in a nursing home. Like, I see cots come in a lot. Like, they're not, like, the undercarriage of them is hard. But I'm assuming he fell onto the top of it, which is soft. <laughs> so, it shouldn't have hurt him Are talking about much. Roman? Yes. Well, he he wasn't hurt. That's why he uh, was able to get out and beat I mean, up. he speared him. First off, he attempted to murder someone because he lost a match. I think he needs he, to seek counseling. He lost fair and square, and then... He did. I, I he mean, absolutely lost in a very fair I was, way. I was pretty full on... I'm like, we're pretty big Roman fans, so like, I was pretty full on board with the whole don't turn him heel, he's already the biggest heel in the company. By doing that, I kind of was on board with that which I think was like a Triple H line. And um, like I completely saw the booking aspect of that, and I, and I enjoyed it. But you can't go that far, and then he still play that same... He still like toes that line of like, what do you mean? Like I, I'm just doing what everyone else is doing. What? I'll do what I want. You know, you, you, you can't go that far and then, what just, and then act like he didn't cross the line. What just astonishes me is that they almost just didn't talk about it. All it was was you have a lot of nerve. Yeah, you have a what Kurt Angle said to Roman Reigns was you have a lot of nerve coming out here after what you did last night, and Roman said what I did, what I did. You guys were <clears throat> on the Attitude Era, you know, and he sort of gave everyone's little backstory in like a sentence or two, and then was like, you know, I'm just doing you know what all you guys did, and Kurt was like, that was then, this is now, and then the only other time it was talked about was when Samoa Joe said, um, you know. You're talking a lot for someone who got beat down by Braun Strowman last night. And, like, so, first off, James Ellsworth interfered in a match, and he got suspended for 30 days. Well, that's because there's a general manager named Daniel Bryan who knows how to do the right thing. And in terms of just, like, thinking about this in terms of kayfabe, that makes no goddamn sense. How he's going to get... Baron Corbin got suspended for attacking Sami Zayn from behind. From behind? From behind. Some... He, Roman Reigns attempted to murder a man. He tried to kill him. I follow Braun Strowman on Instagram. I like his Instagram pictures. He's a nice guy. You didn't need to murder him. He didn't murder him. You didn't need to try either. (laughs) My sister gave the justification today of, well, everyone tries to murder someone at some point. No, they don't. I don't, I, I hope they don't. Well, she also gave the line of the night when she said, "Hey, I may have been popping pills, but I chug those with milk." She did say that, which I'm that needs to be a T-shirt. Man, what with a, Kurt Angle chugging milk? What a line! I'm <laughs> uh, really excited for Kurt Angle is 24. By the way, to get off topic real quick, really well, excited for that. I was that. gonna watch it tonight, but I thought, well, I'm tired. I watch it. Uh, I watch it tomorrow. I'm watching it tonight. Um. So anyway, I I don't know. I was. It was just one. It was a mi- microcosm. Microcosm. It was a microcosm of all of Raw being disappointing. Um, it was. Now, do you think if this would have just been a normal Raw not following 
a pay-per-view, which I think, as far as B pay-per-views, there's the A pay-per-views, which is, you know, like WrestleMania's, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlams, and then I look at the rest, rest of them as more B pay-per-views. I think this is probably going to be the best B pay-per-view of the year, is what I think. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, the card was stacked. It was. And it, there, so, the match quality was... Do you think high. Raw was sort of put behind an eight ball early on with that, of you know having to follow up what no. may be their best pay-per-view, or the best B pay-per-view of the year, where they're like, well, we can't really live up to that? Or do you think it was just, even if it wouldn't have followed this mm. up, you would have thought this is a subpar Raw? Yeah, because I don't think they... The, I mean, not that the two don't have anything to do with each other, but they're different formats. I mean, pay-per-views and Raws, well, that's what people say, like, uh, a subpar pay-per-view. It's like, oh, this is just, like, another Raw. They're they're two different things. I I don't... You don't think that after a really, really good pay-per-view, there's more pressure to deliver a really, really good Raw? No, because we're not... Well, I'm just speaking for myself. Um, I, I don't... I'm not looking for the same things. I'm just looking... Well, no, not the same things, but continuations of those storylines. Yeah, but I still don't. I I still what I'm looking for. Maybe not even specifically certain things, but what I'm looking for when I go into a pay per view or when I go into a raw are different things. So I I don't I don't look at that and, and think that. Um, I do personally. I think if there's a really good pay per view, I think okay, it's a really good pay per view. Need to keep up on this momentum. Have a really really good raw. Well, no, I to, agree. Just to follow up with all these storylines, and if there's a lot of new storylines that can branch from what you did last night and a lot of like unanswered questions i think okay you, you know well, you, no, you, i mean you, i agree you set yourself why... yourself up on the t with this pay-per-view to knock it out of the park for raw do it and i don't think they did it tonight no that i know i mean i agree on that part i was looking forward all day to this raw and i just think and they just felt pooped like, on your doorstep i think i think you can tell when because all you hear all the time is how much how many um, last minute decisions. Yeah, listening are. to uh, something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard's really, uh, it's a great podcast. Tyler said this earlier, and I've been thinking about it. it really makes us feel dumb for fantasy booking because, like, you guys just come up with shit at the last minute, don't you? Yeah, and it's not even the last minute; it's like during the show yeah. and like in all hours of the show, and it you can tell. I mean, sometimes you know, for a lot of times, if I think even on great rolls, decisions have been changed quite a few times. Mm-hmm. But why they're so why they're the biggest wrestling company in the world is because you don't notice them all the time. But sometimes you do, and tonight you did. I mean, you you just look at something as small as how many how many minutes of um, of video packages and how many minutes of um, building up this whole Braun Strowman health update did we get tonight? Like like how many times did we go to that same footage? They they keep they keep saying it, keep saying it, and I completely like Kurt just. Just like in blew the, past, just said it in past it. What do you say? Um, doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't if know or when. when or if he'll return. So it's not even really a health update. That's like if I got in a car crash and you guys went to the hospital and you were expecting an update on me, and they said, uh, "Yeah, um, you know, he's back in his room. We don't really know when or if we're going to get anyway, him." Anyway, let's sur- move on to the next. We thing. we don't know when or if we're going to get him in surgery, but I did hear you had an ingrown toenail, sir. So let's talk about that. Yeah, it's like. Wait, what? I mean, yeah. I, I just thought it just felt very disorgan- or, you know, disoriented. And, and not that we have to go th- go over everything, but I felt like um, everything just felt, I mean, like, it just felt like a letdown or it felt like, why did they go in that direction? You have the continuation with Miz and Dean Ambrose. You have... Which I am praying that's not actually what their next yeah, program is going to be. Bailey, Alexa, Bailey pinning Alexa Bliss, and you're just like... 
like, what are we doing here? I want to talk about that, if you don't mind, for a minute. The women's uh, situation. Yeah. I don't want... I understand that Sasha and Alexa Bliss are going to continue because Alexa Bliss was a counter. And I, I think it's a good program. And Sasha's beatdown was, you know, was good. And they, the had, they had a really wonderful match. They did, they did have physical a... I think the if the 30-minute... Iron Man match wouldn't have been on the card. I think I probably would have picked that for match of the night. I think it was a really, really good match. Yeah, it was. But I really, really, and I feel like I'm probably in the minority in this. I really just don't want Sasha and Bailey to be in the main event picture anymore in the women's division. I'm sort of burnt out on it. I want other people to be, and I, I don't know if it's that they don't have trust in other women or what it is, I just, but I wish that like when it, like Emma comes back and you get pumped and then you're just like, they're just not gonna, yeah. She just, all she keeps doing is interrupting Dana Brooke during pre-shows. Yeah, and, that's essentially and, and, and backstage even, segments. Even on TV, wrestling is weird. I was thinking about this before we start recording. You're damn right. Because it's it's weird to 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 judge or to talk about because it's 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 always it's ongoing. So my other big passion, biggest passion, in, in my life is is comic books, like like as a hobby or whatever. And comic books are, are the same thing with wrestling, and I like them both for the same reason: is they're never ending. You just keep watching this, you just keep consuming the same stuff over and over and over again. Um, as as far as like it, it will never end. Um, but comics are a little bit different because they they change. You can judge a story arc, and then it goes to another arc, and you have different perspectives, and you have different things happening, and you can look back on different eras. You can do that with wrestling too, but wrestling is weird because it's sometimes I think like if I'm listening to another wrestling podcast that people, some people get bent out of like bent out of shape or like they go way too much on a point, you know, like they just go overboard. I can't believe this happened on raw. And I'm like, it's week one of the story. Like calm down. Like this is one part of a story that they're telling that's going to last a while. But in the same time in the same, in the same way here, you have to judge what you see. This is what they come up with. They get they do th- raw dust three hours a week. So while you want to reserve judgment, just as an example for like Ms. Dean Ambrose, because you don't know if that's where they're going, you have to judge what you see. So it's like walking this fine line. I don't, I don't know. It's interesting now that that like is Seth Rollins a part of this picture? This whole icy picture. Or is this just like Raw sometimes just, or you know, WWE just sometimes throws these things together, and then they, the whole friendship slash tension between Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins may not even be mentioned next week. It's like, what do you even talk about? And uh, I am, I'm going to be really, really, really upset, and just kind of deflated if they continue this this IC program with Miz and. Yeah, I'm kind of just done with it. It's it's not it, nothing in it has been bad, but it's just it's ran its course at this point. I it's, mean, in kayfabe, Dean, I guess deserves it because they cheated, but like, like just I'm I'm out of my kayfabe mode now. I'm in my I want to be entertained mode right now, and I'm not entertained by it anymore. I mean, like the mainly because I've just maybe like, because I've I've just seen it too much now. Yeah, it's, it's you know Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. You know, for a while will hold my interest, but if I get into month four of that and they're still just having matches, I'm like, well. Can I have something a little different? Can you add someone into it? And I think I'm hoping that Seth Rollins being added into it will add a new dimension and that something will come of it. But I just I just really want Dean Ambrose and Miz to be separated for a while. Unless something really, really big comes of it, and if they have a master plan, then okay, go with that. But if they're just doing it to keep him busy, I'd rather him just take a minute off, just relax, 
I just, don't think you know, they have anything planned at all for Dean right now, which I don't think they have any. <laughs> listening to something to wrestle with just has kind of got me feeling like that. I don't think they really have anything planned at all for a lot of these guys. Um, but, man, it would be nice. Dean just – it's like – well, I don't know. I'm, I'm already contradicting myself here. Um, I would love a Dean heel turn. I think he would – a big ref, a big refresh for Dean would, would be nice. I think Dean's boring. But, man, he still gets a crazy fucking pop. He absolutely does. And he probably sells a lot of merch too, but um, – Now, his new shirt is – It is. It is very bad. Uh, talk about shirts real quick. Um, Roman Reigns' shirt is uh, – yeah, it's pretty bad. That is very, very uh, unpleasant in my earlobes right now, sir. <laughs> Larry and I shirts that we're wearing right now are too sweet. It's not a Young Buck shirt. That's a Bullet Club shirt. Yeah. Well, he. Um, well, they're still too sweet. Yeah. Well, Larry, um, I had to work today and um, took my daughter to this thing at the library, and then we went out to eat. And oh God, that was. That was bad. But, um, Do you like Golden Crow? Oh, man, it was nasty. Their pizzas usually aren't that bad. It Every once bad. in a while, I'm in a mood for a low-quality pizza, and Golden Crow always hits the spot when I'm in Oh, I, I, I was too. That's why I ate the whole fucking pizza when I got home from work. Um, So, update on that. Tyler made a pizza. I came downstairs, took a 15-minute nap before Raw came upstairs, and that shit was gone. It was a cheap-ass pizza. It's one that you get, like, two for five eighty nine and save a lot. They're, they're, they're a medium pizza. Yeah, medium pizza. And um, if you order from like a restaurant, it would be a medium pizza. And old boy ate it in under, under 15. You trying to make me feel bad? Because I don't feel bad. No, I'm just trying to put it out there. You know, I've been down the road. You're going down. <laughs> oh, going. Buddy, I've lost 10 pounds since I and, started my new job. And you just ate that pizza and gained two of it back. Hey, that's fine. I'll lose two of it when I get back to work. I tell you. Um, so, the Intercontinental Championship. Anyway, hold on. Let me finish the story. Larry okay. came out wearing a Bullet Club shirt. We had the same shirt. I wore it. We both wore it to a library and uh, down to eat. So anyway. We did. So the IC championship picture. Um, If they're going to add Seth Rollins and it's going to add a new wrinkle and, you know, maybe something big will come of it, then I'm really excited for it. And Seth I'm, Rollins needs to be Intercontinental Champion. I think so. I think that would be fantastic. And as much as I've said I don't want the title to be off The Miz, there's always like the exception where it's like, well, right. I don't want it to be off the Miz, but if you're gonna put it on Seth Rollins, then you know, right, go ahead and do that. It's like uh, a pretty big deal. Oh, it would. I think it'd be a huge, huge deal. And then, not to make the same comparison that I feel like a lot of people make, but Seth Rollins could then take the role of you know, the workhorse champion, kind of like Shawn Michaels did earlier in his career, right? And just say, and I don't want every guy who's good in the ring with long hair to be compared to Shawn Michaels, but in this situation, I am going to do that and say, you know, they, I don't think they work the same, but I just think they could assume, like, the same role. And, you know, Shawn Michaels is, you know, sort of the workhorse champion. He was known as just, you know, having really good matches and putting on good performances right. and making guys look good. And I think Seth Rollins could do that if he had the Intercontinental Championship. Right. I think so. And uh, I think it would be a good move. And I think, I think Dean needs to go away for maybe, like, a month. Just to, and, you know. And it's, but I mean, I don't know. Like, we need to almost Everyone listen to like, all of his, his like, all of his um, entrances for the last, like, month. Like, he, he's still getting crazy pops, but I don't know. I, I, he's, he's stale to stale me. He's right not now. doing. And maybe it's just because of his program. Maybe he, maybe they go away. I don't see it happening. See, this is why I don't see it happening. I, he just attacked Miz with a fucking steel chair he did now if they include bray and seth in this whole thing and the misfits maybe 
like if they like in this program okay like maybe it's Ms. Bray, Seth, Dean, Fatal 4-Way, IC title. Anything like that, like, okay, like, that's, that's, at least you're changing it up, that's fine. But, like, afterwards, take those two and, sp and split them up and keep them away from each other for a very long time. Yeah, um, I don't want Dean and The Miz to be in a program together anymore. I've seen it. I know I just said that a couple minutes ago. It's ran its course for me. I'm bored with it. They're both good. They're both really, really good wrestlers. Um, I'm not as big on Dean Ambrose as other people are, but I do still understand that he is a really, really good wrestler. But I just, to me, I don't like him. And I'm getting real bored with it real quick. I'm getting real bored talking about it because I just keep getting <laughs> depressed. And I just think, man, I don't want to see that next fucking Monday. Speaking of next Monday, um, Kurt Angle is going public. With his relationship with... Stephanie ruined it. McMahon Helmsley. I don't care if I ruined it. I said, Dick's once he said, I love you, I looked at Tyler and I said, he's talking to Stephanie. He is talking, talking to Stephanie. To Dixie Carter. Do you, think to, do you think Dixie? I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. Because and he was just interviewed. They even mentioned her on Twitter. Realistically, it's probably a better chance that it'll be Dixie and they'll tie something in with it. But um, Any chance that there's a gay angle here? With Triple H? angle? No, not with Triple H, just in general. No. With Darren Young? I don't think so. No, well, is he married in real life? Darren Young? I no, don't. Uh, Kurt Angle. I think so, yeah. I do believe so. <laughs> what if it's just his wife? <laughs> and they're like... I... Yeah, you're right. You have nothing to be ashamed of because you guys are fucking married. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, I'm good then. All right. And they're like, Jesus Christ. And I'd be bad at Corey Graves. I'm like, you couldn't have told him that? <laughs> you drug this poor man along? Um, um, no, so my, I'll, I'll give you my official prediction right now. I'm not going to beat around the bush with it. What was that? Oh, that was just this. Oh, Tyler scared the living shit out of me. Um, I honestly just thought someone was breaking into our house. I think he was talking to Stephanie, and I think, you know, Stephanie and Triple Stephanie and Kurt Angle, my apologies, had, you know, a fling in the past. You know, they made out a couple times on screen. And I think, you know, maybe Triple H got involved in NXT, stopped showing her as much attention. She's taken some pretty big bumps in the last two WrestleManias. Kurt Angle says, you know, if you were with me, I never would have let that happen to you. I would have protected you. And I think maybe they bumped Douglas a couple of times. And uh, I think that's who he's talking to. I think he loves her. I think she loves him. I think they both did what's right for their heart. I think those children that they have are Kurt Angle's. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they're going to go that far with it, obviously. <laughs> but well. I, I do think it's going to be uh, my official prediction. Is this going to be Stephanie? It's going to come out. How soap opera-y is this going to get? Or will they try I... to, or will they try to like keep it just be like, like, yeah, he, like, you don't show, like, you stopped caring, and, you know, like, just keep it, like, simple. I don't want Kurt Angle to take the, uh, first off. Well, Stephanie referred herself make, as Stephanie Angle by, that would make, by SummerSlam. That would make Kurt Angle the heel. Tyler said this, and I was like, well, you're right. That would kind of make Kurt Angle the heel in this situation. I said, you know, because Larry was talking about, oh, well, Triple H stopped showing as much attention. He took more of the business over. He took over NXT. But I was like, well... If they show that, if they show that in the story, then they could make they could make Triple H the heel. But on the just just like when you're pitching, like if you're pitching this to Vince, he looks like Kurt looks like the heel. Well, Absolutely. In kayfabe, he needs to step up his general managerness. Oh, he's also, distracted. He always has this look of like 
confused, nervous, <laughs> like scared look. Like, Why what, is he like, standing like, 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 like what that? the fuck's going on? He's like a slight. Bend what I was in gonna his say is, I don't want him to have that look. If this happens, Triple H comes out. I don't want him to be like, look, oh, Hunter, 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 Hunter. Calm down, Hunter. Listen, I know this looks bad. I know, and I don't want him to have his little scared look on his face. I'm like, no, you're a fucking Olympic gold medalist. Say, so, yeah, I fucked your wife, buddy. What are you gonna do about it? I will angle slam you right now. I want a gold medal with a broken neck. You don't think a broken. I broken freaking neck? You don't think I want to add a 45 year old middle aged bald headed bastard just for the hell of it? That's what I want him to say. I want him to just go off the rails and say, yeah, I smashed your wife. <laughs> every every Saturday when you were filming Takeover, guess what? I was filming my own movie back at your house. And it was a Takeover. <laughs> I took over her. No, that like I want it. I want it, and I think because everyone keeps saying what you what I like. Stephanie wanted it exactly. <laughs> the reports that I keep seeing are um, that it's uh, that if Kurt Angle has a match, it'll be with Triple H, which would make sense because they've had a long history. Right. So I think it's an easy way to book it. All right, who goes over? With not knowing anything, we don't even know if this is where they're going. Damn, I did not expect. I did not expect you to ask me that. Who goes over between Kurt Angle? Here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Kurt Angle goes over. I say Triple H. I say you're wrong. You're damn wrong. I say Triple H. Mm. I say. does Kurt Angle's wife then come out and aid Triple H? Oh man, this is getting messy. <laughs> oh man, this is this Rob Kardashian and Black China have nothing on this at this point. Oh well, and nothing's even happened yet. Exactly. Um, I do think that uh, Triple H goes over because I mean, boys got to win sometime soon. Even though I mean, let's take that and then go back several years and say that. It, but um, and uh, I don't know, maybe that he can come back in power and they can do that whole storyline, but. All right, um, so I wanted to also talk about um, Big Cass opening up Raw. I liked uh, it. I thought it was kind of important that JoJo mentioned him because I don't think anyone's going to remember his music quite yet. Yes. But uh, Did you hear how she announced him? No. Nah. I, I, don't, I don't remember the exact way she did it, but it was something along the lines of uh, from something uh, seven foot tall and you can't teach that Big Cass. I was like, oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, yeah, um, I thought his promo was, was good. I, I did see from Daily DDT on Twitter was like he, he almost sounded like a baby face because of all the things he's overcome to get to this point. Yeah, also what he was saying he wanted to do. I said it during Raw. I don't know if you heard me. He was saying, you know, I will win the Universal title. I will main event WrestleMania. You know, I will do this. And I t- looked at it. I was like, everything he's saying is good. <laughs> like, right. like everything he's saying is very like, oh, okay, like good for you. I'm glad you have those ambitions in your life. I think it was the last episode we did. We talked about where we wanted after he beat Enzo, and I think we both said Big Show. So I I'm kind of glad they're so. going this way. And man, yeah. Big Show chance. And uh, uh, like, Big I'll, Show got pretty, good, pretty big pop. I'm um, like, I'm is Big Show in the category of uh, not to cut you off? Do you think he's in the category of nostalgia pops, where people are like, "Oh, awesome, it's Big Show," or do you think people just, you know, he's sort of transformed himself, lost a lot of weight, and people are like, "Oh, I'm excited to see him." Now. I think so. I think people, I think wrestling fans stay pretty up to date with wrestlers well, yeah, for the most part. I think it's almost like an American culture thing. We like to tear, like they, you always hear, like we like to tear people down and bring them back up. People like to shit on the Big Show, and then they saw like, okay, he did something about it, and he got in shape, and um, like he shows that he still cares, and we're like, okay, cool, like that's all we want to see that you care, and uh, you're not just like hanging around and. Um, He's in a much different position than he was a few years ago when he was 
a, a, a main player and the authority and people are like, are we still, still seriously yeah. seeing this? I think people respect where he is in his career now and um, and that he like and you got to think he's put on a few like his match with Braun Strowman at oh, the role we went that was good. with the ring that's that was actually a, a very good match it like, was he he's in shape he can I think that they they actually did some chain wrestling like he, yes they did because Braun move. Strowman did a couple of nick ups that's pretty yeah. cool <laughs> he can uh, he can move and um, I'm excited I want to see where it goes I mean I would assume big cast the castle gets a win but um. Let's see where it goes. You could see it coming, though, when he started saying, no one oh, can look me in the eyes. No one's as big as Big Cass. No one can look me in the yeah, eyes. Like, well, the, big Cass, you're definitely not the tallest. The second he said, you're no tall, one's but... as big as Big Cass, I thought, well, the big show is getting ready to come out. <laughs> uh, we did say something. Uh, a lot of us watching Raw consists of us just saying, what if he would have said this? And we just insert, like, what if he would have said to insert something funny and, like, offensive? And it's then actually we, very juvenile. Oh, it, it we actually ruin wrestling because we just watch a segment and then we say, "Hey, what if he did this?" Hey, what if like Hulk Hogan came out? Yeah, and then we just run over every single possibility the segment could. And could happen. Uh, so Big Cass was talking, and we we were I forget who exactly said it, but what was said was, "What if he would have said no one uh, has a bigger ass than Big Cass?" <laughs> and then the Big Show came out and said, uh, "And said no one has a bigger ass than me, boy." And then like <laughs> and that, that was, was their feud. And then it was like a kiss kiss my ass match or whatever, like. <laughs> That's that's what we thought should have happened. He said, no one has a bigger ass than Big Cass. And well, it's like, oh a my big show. It just zooms in on Big Cass. His eyes just get real wide. It's like, oh, shit. I've been known in this industry for 20 years. I'm the biggest ass around. And you're going to kiss it when I beat you. Um, oh, my God. I would have been so happy. That would have. Is there is there something that's so outrageous where we're just like, this is fucking great. Oh, like, God. I don't care. I don't care that they say this isn't good anymore. Like, or that. Do we, uh, do we want to touch on the cruiserweights? I know we had a whole episode about it. But. Yeah, um, real. So, I mean, we did have like a thirty-five minute episode, but yeah, real quick. Um, the cruiserweight championship match. Here's what, here's what I think. I'll say this: I don't think championship matches should be on the pre-show. Fair enough. I think if you, I think if you have a title, it should it's worthy of the main show. Is what I think. And no matter how over the title was or not, you're never yeah going. If it's the least over, if it's the if it's under. I guess we can always say. Yeah. Uh, if it's the least over championship, you're never going to get it over more by putting it on the pre-show. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Um. So I mean, their match, their match was good. Their match was it was fine. Um, I liked their match. I rewatched it last night, and uh, and then they come out and they had a tag match. I liked the tag match. I didn't think anything was wrong with it. But me and Tyler kept talking. Dar hasn't had an, any offense I, in like since two he signed years. With the, it's crazy. Now, he was in the cruiserweight champ or the tournament yes i'll have to go back and watch that and just watch some of his matches or watch his indie work he, I mean, he's um, pretty highly touted he is he's, he's very very good um what i don't get though is they have these tag matches right and i don't know if they're sitting back in the back and is thinking oh man these guys are just falling flat and not to be a cheesy wrestling fan but the reason you invest in things is because you have a reason to like the reason people invested in daniel bryan is because like they knew his backstory they knew everything he had done to overcome everything to get to that point. He had to overcome a lot of adversity, you know, that you could see weekly this on is, television. We're even before, I mean, yeah. just getting to WWE. Yeah, like, and, not and, that he was booked as an underdog. And that was explained. Elsewhere, like, you knew him. You, like, you knew up stuff about him where you thought, okay, this is someone, like, I want to root for. Right. And with a lot of people, like, you know their story. Or, like, you know who they are and, like, what they do and, like, what they stand for. I don't know why Cedric Alexander wrestles. I don't know, you know, 
what he did to get there, why he's there, why he wants to be there, like it's, what his goals are. I don't know why he's there. So I'm like, why am I going to invest in you? Why would I root for you? Like, why would I get excited to see you if like, uh, I don't know, know why you're here. We already knew about Neville. Like Neville's already yeah. been around for a while. We don't know. Yeah, you're right. We don't know these guys. We don't know what, you know, why don't they do video? Pa- I mean, I don't know. Do video packages. Kind of, I mean, a wild idea. And before you you think, oh, this would never happen. But, like, Pete Dunne just brought his Progress Championship um, title on a WWE show. When he did. In the, the, the last UK special. Um, how about when they come in, you you have them saying, oh, my, oh my God. We have um, Cedric Alexander on our roster now. Cedric is a three-time, you know whatever indie wrestling indie promotion tag champion he is the current indie you know Iowa indie wrestling tag champion yeah he is the, the heavyweight champion or the you know TV champion of this make make these guys a big fucking deal you know and uh, they don't you don't know anything about them and also build these guys up they're sort of just tucked away on 205 live and like I get 205 lives like an actual show, but first of all, I don't think 205 Live has a good time slot. It's after SmackDown, like, you just watch two hours of SmackDown, you kind of just want to relax and think, and a lot of times when I'm first, a lot of times I have to go back and rewatch 205 Live, because while it's going on, I'm just thinking about, well, what just happened on SmackDown. Right. You hit and such tr- a high, like a climax yeah. and I'm SmackDown? And I'm trying to process, like, all of that, and then 205 Live, and I'm watching it, but I'm not really, you know... It's more just there to be there. And then I watch Talking Smack and I think about that. And then eventually, well, like 30 minutes after Talking Smack, I'm like, oh shit, I need to go back and actually watch 205 Live and like actually take it in and not just look at it. There's some things that happen in wrestling and, and our initial complaints end up, even if it seems obvious, ends up not coming to fruition. We're like, oh, yeah, that turned out okay. One of the initial complaints was, okay, so 205 Live is after SmackDown, but the Raw, the Cruiserweight division's on Raw. Yeah. And then they addressed it when they had the the Brian Kendrick versus um, Kalisto championship match. And we're like, oh, well, obviously Kalisto's going to win. They're going to bring the Cruiserweight yeah. division on SmackDown. And then they didn't. Kendrick won. And then the Superstar Shakeup. You're like, oh, okay, they're gonna, here's another chance. And then they didn't again. And you're like, all right, so like a year into this, this is not working because – there's a you have you have these guys on raw and then they're on the show that's after smackdown it just doesn't make any sense to me yeah it doesn't make any sense to me either uh, i agree it doesn't make any i agree that's a good point larry it doesn't make any sense to me either thank you i appreciate it. that was completely my point um that's a good point so yeah like like you were saying i mean they're just they're timed out weird with <clears throat> you know being on raw but then a lot of the feuds that are featured on 205 Live aren't covered on Raw. Or they're oversaturated with, like, the same... Like, how many times do we see Austin Aries and TJ Perkins? Like, oh, oh, just my God. a lot. Where's oh, Jack Gallagher now? He, um... Is he hurt or something? Or is he... No, I don't... No, I think he was on Raw not that long ago. He just must not have... No, no, yeah. He just had a um, a match with um, Tony Nese. He beat Tony Nese last... Week on 205 Live, I'm pretty huh. sure. Well, you want to talk about Austin Aries? Yeah, uh, Austin Aries is... So the initial reports were that he was released, he requested his release, and WWE, you know, happily gave it to him and said, which I'm assuming if you request your release, they give it to you. Because I feel like wrestling is the type of thing where it's like, if you don't want to be here, 
Like you're you're almost a danger to people if you don't want to be here because you don't care. You can slack off in the ring. Yeah, so I feel like if you request your, they don't have to pay. Yeah. So I feel like if you request your release, they're like, okay, like you're good. Like we'll release you. Yeah. But apparently it came, came to, um that he did not request his release and that WWE just released him. And uh, yeah, Brittany told me about that. And then more reports coming out that he's was just. You know, kind of a negative guy in the locker room. A lot of people didn't like you. Now, of course, this is all speculation because we weren't back there. This is all just, you know, reports from different media outlets. And uh, Yeah, my days as a sports reporter are gone. They are. They They're are gone. long gone. That Billy Hamilton article was garbage. Garbage. Um, <laughs> but, um, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm holding this podcast back because people just. So, a uh, funny side story before we go on with this Austin thing. Tyler oh, they know. used to write uh, sports articles, and he wrote a sports article about Billy Hamilton for the Reds, and a guy commented on the sports article, and his comment, I shit you not, was longer than the article Tyler wrote. <laughs> and I just thought, buddy. Thought, buddy, you care about this a lot more than I do. I just wrote an article, just, just so I can get some content out there. Like, like I don't I, even care. Like... He, I, I commented back, and I was, and I, like, that's what my comment back was. Like, your comment is actually longer than the article. Like, what the fuck's wrong you with know you? What? I think I might have to go back and read and read that article. We should. In hindsight, I was probably wrong because you know he seems to be a pretty good player. But um, yeah, I'm sure you weren't that wrong. I'm sure it wasn't that bad. But yeah, so uh, what do you think? I never got. Austin Aries always seemed like a pretty cool guy, but I mean, I guess we were never backstage, so we don't know. But what, what do you think about everything that's going out? What well, are you taking from it? Well, I was really surprised when I first. Oh, it was really random. It was a crazy day. Um, I don't know. I think it's like I, I don't think because I know some people probably thought like, well, you know, he was pissed because he didn't win the, the title. I don't think they care about that. I don't think he cared about that. I thought he was pissed because he probably felt like I'm trying to think of the right pigeonhole. Is that pigeon right? Pigeon toed, yes, and hold. I do believe. Um, pigeon toed into this position to where he probably thought, "Hey, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big deal." You know, like I, do, I ended like Samoa Joe's run on top of Ring of Honor, and like I'm a Ring of Honor legend. I'm an indie legend. Like I'm a big deal. I don't mind being in the cruiserweight division. That's fine. But um, you need to. Like, but we need to do something with yeah. it. And the fact that it never went anywhere and. Um, I thought he was featured pretty well. Yeah. But um, he was probably just upset. Like, look, I, I'm worth more than being on a show that's Larry and I's new phrase is, you know, people say over, it's under. A show that's under. And it is. Um, I thought he probably was like, look, now it's weird that if he, he must have really expressed that to not ask for his release and get released. Um, but um, if he was one of the, <coughs> let's be serious, he was one of the only over guys on the in the division you have neville um who's over jack gallagher tjp like i'm talking just over like tjp not really i don't think so he didn't really get much of a reaction depends on the day yeah um i think he was someone who kind of would eventually like win him over during matches but yeah. not not like but, um you know austin aries was definitely one of those people and he, um he also fluctuated or um yeah, TJP, like, sort of fluctuates to me, um, just depending on, like, the day and the city that they're in. Yeah. I also heard that Austin Aries was mad that I their match isn't on the uh, WrestleMania DVD. Yeah. So him and Neville won't be receiving any royalties from it, which, that's shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it all and they had a really great match. They did. It was a really, really good match. When we were at WrestleMania, we saw it and we thought, well, 
you know, because when we were talking on the way to WrestleMania and we were talking about things, you know, that we wanted from it, and I, and we both agreed we wanted them to just knock out of the park and say, you know, well, you didn't put us on the main show, but this is why you should have been because, you know, yeah, this is what we can do. And they did that. They had a great match, and it's like, okay, you know, you showed them, you know, this is why we should be on the main show of WrestleMania because this is what we can do. And, uh, yeah, they just... Uh, they just really just didn't they didn't do anything with it after that in all honesty like it just sort of i never i don't think i ever got to vibe that austin aries was going to win the title i think i always just thought yeah they're gonna just keep it on neville which is fine which is, yeah which is fine but because the program was hot after that they didn't do anything with austin aries and i could absolutely understand him being angry and said i'm better than just wrestling house shows for you like i can yeah how can, long after his program after he lost his last match did he um, take time off. It wasn't that long, was it? No, I don't think it was that long. I th- maybe three weeks, maybe. I yeah. don't think it was that that long. And I get he had his eye that was sort of you know messed up, and maybe he wanted you know healed out a little more. That was his own fault. He was acting like a castle against No Way Jose and got a GTS for his trouble. So <laughs> you know that's his own fault. But um, yeah, I uh, I just it's it's a shame because as 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 good of a program that he had with Neville Austin Aries is a natural heel mm-hmm. and so it's one of those like oh this is this is cool wait till he turns heel wait till he shows you why he's the greatest man who ever lived not the greatest man that ever lived which is his catchphrase which am I missing something here it should be who and not that right yes I do believe so I do believe that's I do believe you're correct in saying that but anyway he he didn't get a chance to show people why, why, in fact, he was the greatest man who ever lived. I mean, I'm hoping that – what I'm hoping is that he will come out and sort of talk. But I'm sure he'll be doing interviews at some point. I'm sure people are wanting to do interviews with him. So I'm sure eventually it will come out. And I'm hoping he's not real respectful about it. I'm hoping he's like, no, this is, like, this is what happened. This is exactly you know, what happened. I would like that too just because it would be, be interesting. But I almost wish – I kind of wish he just goes about his business and like – it's not six months later he just shows up on Ring of Honor. So. Yeah. What, what do you think he's going to do? Um, I think there's a very good chance he could show up at um, Ring of Honor and uh, you know have some matches with people like Jay Lethal. I'd love to see him versus Cody. Um, I think I think there's a lot of possibilities there. Um, I could also see him just you know just sort of being sort of what Cody is and just well he's not really now because he's the Ring of Honor champion but just you know what he was for a while there where he just you know. Just bounces around and says, "Hey, you know, I work. A lot of guys do now. I work anywhere. You know, I'm a big name. You know, so if you're a smaller indie company and you want a lot of people coming, you know, book me. You'll get a lot of people. And I think in 2017, if we know anything, it's that people can make a living doing that. Oh, absolutely. And um, absolutely, we don't, but people can. Athletic people absolutely can. Speak for yourself. I, I, my JV team was 15 and three. I opened this can of worms again to Piketon. The one time is because they brought, like, three of their starters from varsity down. And then they beat us by, like, six or whatever. I'll say it. I don't I don't know if – I doubt anyone from Piketon High School is ever going to listen to this. If you do, you're all a bunch of bitches. I don't like you. I've never liked Piketon because when I was in middle school, I played football against you guys, and you guys had fucking beards. And we were in seventh grade. <laughs> and you guys were about, like, 6'5". And jacked. And I thought, this is not fair. And then what I never understood was people who left from, like, where I went to school and went to Piketon. I'd see them, like, a year later, and I'm like, what the fuck are they feeding you over there? Like, are they actually giving you beaver tranquilizers as you walk in the building? Because you're huge now. You're big. Yeah, well, we, 
So that's why we lost the second time the Pike Ten. I don't remember the first game <laughs> very much. I think they, I think they, I think they, we lost by like twenty five. Probably you guys sucked. But, um, oh, we were fifteen and three. Yeah, you guys sucked. So like I was saying, um, I sc- <laughs> hold on. <laughs> the first scrimmage. First scrimmage, which put is up, not a real game. It's a scrimmage. Put up twenty one. Put up twenty one in a JV scrimmage. In a JV scrimmage, my junior year, and <laughs> six quarters it's, of play. It's junior. It's six quarter. You never told me it was six quarters. It was that part's not important. Jesus I put Christ. Up 21. And I had a friend who referred to me as Tayshawn Prince, the most random fucking basketball player you can get. Re- you can get references. Man, to. that is. I don't even know if that's a compliment. Actually, it was two thousand nine. So no, that was a compliment. No, then it was two thousand eight. Ooh, that's definitely a compliment then. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I hope Austin Aries does. You know. Oh, he absolutely will. He'll wrestle in the Indies, and I'm I'm excited to uh to see it. Um, I don't know. I don't see uh, Akira Tozawa being the uh, person that's going to take the you know the the cruiserweight crown from Neville. You don't believe in the power of Tozawa? I mean, the pow- power of Tozawa. I don't. I do not believe in the power of Tozawa. Um, mainly because the the way I'm looking at it is when someone comes along to challenge Neville, I just think, are they a big enough name? Are they hot enough? Where I can see them taking it and then you know carrying the division for a little bit. Yeah. What? Who, and who are you possibly going to have yeah. that's that's going to be better than? And when I look at him, I think you know he's hot. You know the crowd likes him, but it's not it's not at the Neville level to bite a line. So I think uh, I don't see it. We all know who's gonna. We don't know. Tyler thinks it's gonna be Rey Mysterio. <laughs> he's gonna say no one is on the Neville. Level. Who's that jumping out the sky? Oh. R-E-Y, Mysterio. Here we go. Uh, you didn't need to sing that much of the song. That's all I know. Seven, uh, six, one, nine. <laughs> I don't know. That is his uh, new song. His what? song uh, for like the last couple years was not Who's the Jumping Out the Sky. It was uh, Boyaka Boyaka, six, one, nine, eight, Boyaka Boyaka. That's and then it's going to say, Who's that jumping um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they'll remix it. Um... <clears throat> See, so, yeah, I mean the cruiserweight division. Pop. Yeah, oh, I'd pop. I'd pop a chub. Um, <laughs> the, the pop a chub a dub. You yeah. gonna make our new um, pictures from Golden Crown today? Our profile picture? Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Get the fuck off my back about it. Don't do the one I posted on Facebook. It has to be the one where I'm sitting on your lap. You posted. You, you posted both of them. I know, but you can't see that I'm sitting on your lap. Brittany oh. zoomed in on him, and just like, oh. dropped it. So it's just like us in the in the picture uh-huh. frame, but. Um, Try to, try to find the one. You got to send them to me. I can't find them. You have to send. They're on your phone. You have to send them to me. I think she actually just cropped them and deleted them. Ah, oh, that bitch. Hey, um, update the listeners on the New Japan stuff. Oh, so New Japan. Um, little little indie. You guys probably never heard of. It. <clears throat> yeah. Um, New Japan. Uh, I told Tyler I think that New Japan is probably the hottest wrestling promotion uh, going on right now. Phone died. Um, that's a damn shame. <laughs> we can still post that picture. Um. My New Japan World works. I have not gotten charged twice. I'm probably going to, and I'll just accept it because I really want to watch it. So, uh, yeah, but it uh, it works now. So we can uh, start talking about New Japan a lot more, which we wanted to do when we started it, but we can never get my New Japan World to work for some reason. But works now. It's a full go. So next episode we will be talking more about it. We'll be talking about the G1 special that was in the USA and just what we think is going to go on there. Did that already happen? It did. Next episode, we're going to talk about it because we. What we think is going to happen? No, what we think is going to happen with that, like oh, okay. you know, oh, from okay, from like, that, what's going to happen? Something that's already happened. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, 
So just, you know, recap Cruiserweight Division. Cold, don't know where they're going with it. Don't see Akira Tozawa taking the title from Neville. Don't know where they're going to branch off from that. Here's my uh, recap analysis. <clears throat> that is, <laughs> that's great stuff. Um, so we need to, we talked already about one thing that's going to be on Raw next week. So we need to talk about another thing, which is uh, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. Um, first off, their segment was good admittedly i Mm -hmm. don't i don't i still think in my mind well it doesn't make sense that roman's in there but i could see the argument where someone says well samojo lost too so i don't think he should be in there i think it's a little different but i'll give it to you bron's like um i won i'm the one that won in this and i also have a lawsuit because i'm suing you for attempted murder (laughs) what if he came out with like a suit on (laughs) that was a baby face that'd be great (laughs) because usually it's like the heel that does the suit but he's like no, I'm officially. Oh my god, that would be that would be amazing. He's like, I'm suing you, Roman. I'm oh, suing that, you. Would that not be? No one knew this about me, but I have a. I actually went to law school before I came here. <laughs> I'm suing. I'm you. an attorney, and I'm suing you. Um, so what my prediction is, is um, and I think this is Tyler's as well, is that they're gonna have their match next week. Braun Strowman's gonna come in, destroy him, and it's gonna be a fatal four way. At SummerSlam. And yeah. then Brock would lose at SummerSlam because that's a real easy out right there. Is really? To have. You think so? Because I actually... Yeah. So this is where... Because I was like, we got to differ on some... I think he I think he retains. Um, and uh, I don't... I mean, that would be a good way, but I think he puts someone over when he loses. I and, think uh, uh, I think it's an easy out. And I think, and I think it's Finn Balor that he loses, too. Eventually. Really cool. Not a SummerSlam, but when he loses the title. I could see him eventually losing to Finn Balor, but I do think that he's going to lose the title at SummerSlam because I think then he's going to take a little bit of time off. And yeah, I, th- he, I mean, he needs it. God, I mean, he's overworked right exactly. now. Exactly. Well, I think they saw last time, um, at least what I saw, was a lot of people saying, yeah, it's really cool that Brock's here, but we haven't seen the title in about five months. You know, when Seth Rollins and John Cena was feuding to get a chance to face Brock Lesnar for the title. People are saying, well, you know, he hasn't been here for a while, so, you know, we'd really like to see the championship. It's been yeah. three months. So I don't think they're going to have him really do that again. Um, That's a good point. So I think I think he'd lose it at SummerSlam because it's an easy out. And then I, cu- I could still see him. I still think eventually he will put someone over in one-on-one. And I do. I could see it being Finn Balor because, you know, I feel like a lot of seeds have already been – I'm sorry that I just sniffed into this mic. Um I could see, I feel like the seeds have been planted for it, like with what Paul Heyman said about, you know, I don't know about you versus Brock Lesnar. You know, that's kind of unpredictable. But um, Do you think that they will eventually do this because Finn Balor will be almost looked at as like the Daniel Bryan substitute? Yes. They say like, you wanted this match, we're sorry we can get, give you this, here's your substitute, it'll be just as good. Not true, but it'll be, you know, um, I could good. see something of that, um, of that magnitude, or not of that... I could see something along those lines is what is what I'm looking for. I could see him. Um, it could have been. <laughs> Tyler is currently caressing a Daniel Bryan. A Bryan Danielson. A, my apologies. A Bryan Danielson DVD. Um, Ring of Honor, final countdown. But, yeah, I could see him. I could see uh, Finn Balor beating him and just doing the whole, you know, I'm going to outwork you. I'm going to drag you out in the deep water. You know, you haven't been in, you know, a 20-minute match in how long. I'm going to drag you on the deep water. I'm going to drown you, you know. Ooh. Well, a, is this that, a Gulf of Mexico match? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, well, a big How thing. Random. What if that was their match? That would be really funny. Um, a big thing in like mixed martial arts is you know people say that you know they say you know 
you know, when you get into a championship fight, it's a 25-minute fight instead of 15, and they say, you know, you haven't been in that. I'm going to drag you out in deep water, and you're going to drown. You yeah. Know, you know, you can't you can't swim once you get out I'll there. I'll dance with you forever. You know, yeah. you, I just won't let you knock me out. And uh, I think that's what Finn Bauer is going to say. He's like, you know, he's like, I'm the better wrestler, and, you know, I'm in better shape than you. And, you know, once we get into 20 minutes, we'll see how, you know, we'll see if you're still suplexing me once we're 20 minutes in, and you're huffing and puffing, and I'm still, you know, I haven't broke a sweat yet. So I I could see that, and I think it'd be I think they could tell a really really good story. And I also think Brock's a while for a while there. I just thought, man, Brock's not selling for people, or it's not that he wasn't selling. It was just that people weren't getting a lot of offense in on him. Yeah, I think it's changed a lot now. I think now a big thing is people are getting a lot of offense in on Brock, and then Brock's just you know hitting a couple big moves when he needs to, and then hitting his F fives at the end to win, which I think is great. Seems to be a lot more entertaining. It does. Speaking of Pete Dunn, um, no, I'm just kidding. I won't go to Pete Dunn. <laughs> well, actually, yes, I will. One quick thing. I was just looking at my Brian Danielson DVD, and I'm going to start buying some more. Because, um, like, we have our, like, indie wrestling that we subscribe to, like, Progress and stuff. And we'll probably do the um, ICW. ICW because of the next UK championship match. But um, I'll be on on a podcast. I don't give a shit. Um, but I was just looking at this, and, I, like, there's so many things that – like so many classic matches, like we'll just never see because we just never really think to look them up. Like you can find them on YouTube, but um, I'm gonna buy some more Ring of Honor DVDs and for sure going to buy that Pete Dunn Attack Pro Wrestling DVD that he sells on his site. So, I know that has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it's a good idea. So what is uh what's your prediction <laughs> for uh for uh the, the... Dunn, he's just so good. He is. So what's what's your prediction for the match next week between uh, Roman and uh, Smojo? Yeah. I... I was I, I I know this is like really strange to say, but I would be really surprised if um, if Roman goes over. I think they they have to know the backlash they'd get if they did that. He I, lost I mean, at this point. He lost, and then he did something where, in real life, thinking and in kayfabe thinking, he should be fired. No, if he would, if they were to go on with the full heel turn, him winning would be a, a good a good thing. He lost, and like okay, that gives him heat. Then he what he like yeah. that. It would just be so much heat going into this match. Like, that's a good thing. But the fact that they won't make that completely do the turn, yeah. that's what people would be pissed off about. I think I think um, Braun comes back. I, I'm, I think that, but then I'm, part, I'm starting to think, what if they do have him out for a while? But he was just out for a long time. Yeah. Um, here's something I want to say. Um, I feel like a lot of people who are, you know, quote-unquote smart when it comes to wrestling will probably disagree Not with us. me. And that's fine. Here's how I understand it. A heel in wrestling is a bad guy. You do bad things. And you're a bad guy. And that is what a heel is. Are we on on the same page here, right? Right. Okay. Roman Reigns is a heel. He's a heel. He does bad things. He hurts people. Um, He attempts to murder people. Um, He's a dick to people. Um, He's kind of smug. He's kind of an arsehole, as Seamus would say. Um, he's a heel. He's a full-blown bloody heel. I would say that um, before last night, I would disagree. Well, he's a heel. And then he attempted to murder someone. But then, yeah, I, I, <laughs> on I live television, I can't justify him doing that. And and it wasn't like a he. It's first off, even if it's heat at the moment, it's attempted murder. Not okay. He looked in the mirror and just stared, and was like. Fuck it, I'm doing it. And it's like, okay, you had a minute. And then to he think. said, "I'm going to burn your children." Also, pet peeve of mine: they were yeah. cutting in the side doors, right, of that squad. I've been in a lot of squads. From the driver's seat to the back, there's a uh, airway seat, 
and an airway like little passageway where you can get from the driver's side out and you can get from, i mean you can get from the driver's side into the back like the cab where like your patient and like the other uh, emts would be so they could have just opened one of the side doors mm-hmm. but tyler says that locked the doors and took the keys to get away yeah so cold-blooded it was calculated it was very very good idea and this business is called getting even <laughs> a booker, he would say what did he what's the name of this this episode contendership contendership absolutely okay the the name of the the this is what we can put in the beginning just keep all this in put this in the beginning who is the number one dot 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 contendership question mark so something like that you can play with that I'll play well, with I'm, it. Well, I'm in bed. I yeah, <laughs> you do have to. The way this podcast works, for everyone who doesn't know, is we record it. Tyler goes to bed. I stay up for about two hours editing and listening, and then uploading. So, you know, legs are really an under underrated part of my body. <laughs> you know, I, I think was a scrawny guy, then I gained all this weight. I think I lost ten pounds, but that's solid fucking muscle. I think they're overrated. Um, so real quick, just to sort of close out. Um, you agree they're over? Yeah. Uh, the the day that we were talking about, you know, when we were talking about where the day Austin Aries got released, and I said that was a crazy day. AJ Styles won the U.S. Championship at a house show. Um, what are you? Uh, SmackDown's tomorrow night. Um, what are you thinking? What's your it's tonight now? It is tonight now. So what's your real early prediction with that? I don't really know. I thought. It maybe he. I was gonna think maybe he he loses it back, but I think they'll keep it on him. Um, I thought like maybe he'd lose it back at SmackDown. That's always a possibility. And then like they have their rematch at Battleground. Um, I don't know. I think <laughs> after listening, I know we've mentioned this quite a few times, but like I saw this article online and it was like three reasons why you know AJ Styles beat Kevin Owens. I'm like. He beat him because it would it popped the crowd crowd and it's interesting to do like yeah there's not I guarantee you they were just like the day of the show they're like hey let's pop this crowd let's make it like really memorable let's have AJ win yeah like, especially since it was Madison Square Garden yeah like, like it's yeah let's pop the crowd and then like we'll figure it out for TV on Tuesday like um, it'll be I fine think they're, they're still in the same they're still in a program together. I think Kevin Owens is gonna have to go through some sort of gauntlet match or something to like. Get a number one contendership spot. Really think so? Like you wouldn't get um, his rematch? No, because uh, AJ Styles uh, had did an interview. He's like, I don't know if he really deserves a rematch, and he made AJ Styles jump through a bunch of hoops to get it. So I think you know, and I think you know, the authority figures not really liking him, Kevin Owens. You know, they'll sort of just go along with AJ and let him do it. I think he's gonna have to do something sort of extensive to get his match at Battleground. Is what I think. So you I mean think like could, after AJ Law, like like AJ had to go through like all that all those hoops to get his yeah so now i think aj is gonna say no you made me jump through hoops and you know i guess it, i guess that would make sense because then like shane and daniel were like yep he's right yeah even though he's yeah really but so I, that's what i think is gonna happen i think daniel they, Bryan says that then i agree yeah so then i think um they'll have a match at a battleground and i think it'll be a very good match i think aj will win what if he uh he can't what if he doesn't become doesn't get the contendership as booker would say that would be very strange. Um, bold prediction, Chad Gable will be the one that eventually beats AJ Styles for the U.S. title. You heard it here first. Uh, I heard it in a headline during Raw. You saw it? On ESPN. No, oh, I don't follow ESPN. 
Um, I just saw it on Facebook. Oh. Um, I don't get on Facebook a lot. I don't like Facebook. I like Twitter. I think my daughter's crying. That is a perfect way to end this episode, sir. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to go see. See you All later. Right, Tyler is going to go see if uh, his daughter is crying. And um, that's all we have uh, for this week. We will be back next week with a new episode of Brothers in Law of Destruction. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at, at in-laws underscore podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Brothers in Law of Destruction. And uh, make sure you listen to us on SoundCloud. And we will see you next week.